Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering in the Seventh-day Adventist churches, uh, both up in the northern uh, suburbs of Adelaide, uh, Devon Park, as well as uh, Meros Park in the southern parts of Adelaide, but uh, proud to be a part of the Adventist church family. And uh, we are thankful that you have tuned in as well. For the next hour, we'll be uh, sharing some wonderful, wonderful biblical messages and uh, wrestling with uh, a topic of which many uh, I guess we'll be keen to, um, to get answers, uh, and, uh, and thought, their thoughts around. And so the theme for this week has been the Holy Spirit and the illusion of super Christian. The topic particularly today will be does tongues make a super Christian? That is to speak in tongues for those who are of a, those who are familiar with this term, the tongues, or those from a Christian uh, uh, faith background would understand what I mean by that. But for those who probably have never heard of such a term, it means if you can speak in other, I guess, utterances that other people may not make sense of, but and you claim to be speaking in in a spiritual uh way and making some you know utterances that are spiritually uh motivated and uh, driven um yeah does that make you a super christian and it is, and does the bible speak about such uh phenomena so we we will wrestle with all those and i have a good friend of mine uh a co-host uh, in today's uh, program. In fact, a regular now on Faith FM, Pastor Hugh Hinnan. Welcome, Pastor Hugh. Um, good to see you too, my, my dear brother and fellow minister in Christ. It's it's very true to say, Fabiano, that it's always good to be regular. <laughs> That's and, uh, it. So I'm really glad to be uh, regularly here and regularly here with you, as well as with our sister Helen at, at right. other times as well. And, yes. Um, but uh, I know uh, we're going to have a great time in the studio today and uh, yes. with our listeners on the road or wherever uh, we all happen to be. Mm. Uh, while this is still on my mind, considering the things that are happening around the world, Australia is, um, I guess, in a state of panic financially and uh, seeing what's happening around the world. Uh, a lot of people are saying, hey, what, we, you know, what could happen to us? Um, how are you doing? How are you feeling in the context of the, the things that are happening all I was around? feeling really good until about probably 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Thank you for reminding <laughs> right. me. Thank you for reminding our listeners too, Fabiano. Yes, I yeah. guess there, there are all these sorts of things swirling around in our minds mm. and I guess coursing through our veins and there's yeah. this thought of, well, what does this all mean yeah. and how do I make sense of it? This great big wicked ball of yarn, this great big wicked yeah. problem that we, yeah. we face, it's hard to unravel and hard to make sense of. Mm. But you know what? I just think it's uh, the uh, the growth and the magnification and yeah. multiplication of problems right. that have been with us always. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. always faced these sorts of things. People yes. have always uh, uh, worried for the future. They've always yes. been concerned about uh, what this might mean financially or otherwise. Right. But I think the big difference today uh-huh. has got to be yes. uh, the severity, the intensity, and the frequency of these things occurring time and time again. Right. Um, we, we hear about climate change. We hear about uh, 
things in the natural world, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, let's not forget as well. You know, the, the things of human devising. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. the the um, the human disasters, man-made disasters, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and uh, so I think you're right. We are living in times that raise very important questions. Mm. Ones, in fact, that uh, speak to the durability. Yeah. And uh, the continuance right. of the human race upon the earth, right? Uh, and uh, and and perhaps it is <clears throat> that as we have caused many of these issues, mm. are we really best placed to provide the solution? I'd like to suggest that perhaps somebody else, bigger yeah. and greater than ourselves, that's right, uh, is best placed to do that. Mm. So my 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 uh, my feeling is uh, one of confidence and quiet uh, um, peace. Wonderful, uh, because of the one I know. Who holds the world and holds you and I in his hand, whose eye is on the sparrow, Amen. who knows the number of hairs on our head, that's right. uh, who will never leave us nor forsake us, and that's Jesus. Amen. And Amen. of course, he's coming back to claim us. So, that's right. you know, um, <clears throat> just keep looking up, keep smiling because Jesus is coming again. Amen. Amen. Isn't that a, a comforting thing to hear? And for a Christian, um, none of these things really move us. Yes, from time to time, we may be concerned about a particular thing. But really, uh, as the Bible says, we should not be worried. Uh, and Jesus has brought that peace that separates all understanding uh, in our hearts. Now, uh, interestingly, I was reading uh, from the Religious News Service, and there's an article here which uh, was published on the 29th or of March uh, 2022 by Diana Crisman. And the title goes like, With Christian Cannabis... A pastor is promoting the spiritual side of marijuana. <laughs> well, I mean, it does make us laugh because, hey, this is, for, for most Christians, this, these two things don't really go together. And so the article goes to say, Craig Gross tried marijuana for the first time when he was 36, suffering from a health condition he couldn't shake and reeling emotionally uh, from the loss of his father. The Christian entrepreneur and evangelist who grew up hearing about the evils of cannabis had to take a mental leap to try medical marijuana. But once he did it, uh, it affected him in ways that he didn't expect. Aside from helping tame uh, his physical ills, uh, the plant uh, changed the way he prayed, encouraging him to listen listen and follow the voice he heard speaking to him. It's like a teacher, uh, Gross uh, told Religious News Service in a recent phone call. I'm realizing indeed to slow down a bit. And when you slow down a bit, you start to see things a little bit more. And uh, then he goes on to uh, talk about a few other things uh, that, um, oh, okay, my screen was just, it is freezing a bit. But um, maybe let me come now to this here where he says, um, it has a place in your practice of prayer and worship. And that can help you connect to God in a deep and profound way, says this, uh, says some of the, uh, some of the company's website, uh, which, uh, has a spiritual, uh, I guess, uh, endorsement as well to this, uh, uh, drug. Uh, and, uh, but I, just for me reading this, and I'm not reading the whole article here, but just, those few words, uh, or those few statements, um, as a Christian, um, Seventh-day Adventist Christian, uh, Bible-believing Christian, uh, I don't know how those two go together. And for me, it sounds a bit, um, yeah, uh, what's the word? It's, it's just, it's a bit uncomfortable because 
I don't, I, 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 uh, you know, him saying that, you know, calms your mind and it helps you connect to God much better. Um, and all that. Yeah. It gets me, I guess, it raises some questions. And I wondered, uh, uh, Pastor Hugh, that when you hear terms such as this, or uh, phrases rather, such as this, that it helps you connect to God. And, uh, and, uh, also that, uh, you hear people also who say, uh, in relation to tongues, like speaking in different tongues, which may, other people may not understand that uh, apparently it's when you can finally speak in tongues that you really uh, connect with God and you speak in a language that others cannot understand. Um, for me, I, I hear that there's confusions here uh, involved. But my question is, uh, in relation to this, why do we tend to confuse truth for falsehood? At least for me, that's, that's almost like, uh, 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 my conclusion as I wrestle with those thoughts. Um, it, it's, 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 yeah, I don't know what you, th- what your thoughts are. Um, and uh, I'm interested <laughs> it feels, to hear. It feels like you've passed me a smorgasbord there, brother. <laughs> okay. So, so which part of the buffet do I begin with? Well, I, I'm thinking that, uh, yeah. there's a lot of things we don't understand. Yeah. And there's a lot of mysteries. Right. That, uh, that we're still unpacking, mm-hmm. or should I rather say that the Holy Spirit, by God's grace, yes. uh, and in the name of the cause of Christ, is unpacking yes. for each one of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the more we spend time yes. in the presence of the Father, yes. in prayer and in His Word, and, and drinking deeply of this, these love letters from God to us, yes. best expressed through the life and person of Jesus, and experienced through the infilling and indwelling of the Holy Spirit, I think the more these things become clearer. That's right. I guess the question I, I would throw out there is, and there's several questions I could begin with, but but I guess um, one of them, uh, the most pertinent one perhaps yes. to what you've just shared is, uh, do does my Christian life and my yes. experience with God, does it uh, center around and find its anchor uh-huh. in things which are external to me right. other than God mm. or things which are internal within my life mm-hmm. and relationship with God? And right. I would tend to err towards yes. um, what relates to the intimate uh uh, interpersonal relationship I have with God as opposed to any kind of external agent. Right. Um, because let's face it, <clears throat> there are all kinds of things which we may find useful, yeah. routines, um, medicines, right. uh, persons, ideas, practices, etc. Right. that we could find useful in our relationship with God, but they are not a substitute for our relationship with God. Mm. So mm. that's, I think, mm. where I'd begin with that one. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but then I guess the other question I'd ask is, and this is out of sympathy for our, our dear brother Craig, Yes. Um, and that is, um, this could be very anecdotally and 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 personally true for Craig. All right. Um, and and why I say that is because mm-hmm. well, we have to think about well, what's happening in his life? Is there excess stress? Is there disease or disease yes. that's present that that he's trying to combat? Uh, is this a form of pain relief <clears throat> that helps to calm the mind so he's able to hear from God? Mm. Um, the other question is. What form of cannabis are we talking about? Are we talking about medicinal <laughs> cannabis here? You know, it's only looking at the active ingredients like uh-huh. THC and things like this. Or are we looking rather at the um, the smoked form, which can bring all kinds of deleterious harm in terms of our respiratory system? So there's all sorts of things I think yeah. we probably consider with that. Um, but uh, my, my first thought is that irrespective uh-huh. <clears throat> of what's useful and helpful to us yes. in our relationship with God, nothing should take the place of the actual relationship with God itself. Interestingly, um, he actually grows cannabis. 
<laughs> he grows it. He does it. Okay. It's and not so, tomatoes. It's no, it's definitely. Okay. It's quite interesting. Right. But, yeah, I, and, and uh, you know, as I wrestle and think about, maybe even reflect on what you just said, uh, I, I tend to be a bit weary when we rely, like you're saying, on external things mm. to... Um, uh, and rely heavily on those things to yes. uh, to 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 connect to God because His Word alone, mm. sh- uh, through the Holy Spirit, uh, His Word should be able to speak to us if we if we are if we are open mm. uh, to hearing the voice of God. Um, he and 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 maybe let me clarify this also for those who might be hearing uh, uh, us throw out some Christian terms and not knowing exactly what we mean when we when we say the the voice of God, we don't necessarily mean like an audible voice, but you can hear, a, you, you have a strong conviction mm. and almost as, as oh, and you have this almost as if, you know, it's an audible thing, but this strong conviction in your heart and, mm. and, uh, and uh, most of the time that's what we mean when we say that. So, okay. So the Bible speaks to us in a powerful mm. and profound way. Mm. Uh, and, um, God through the Holy Spirit actually speaks to us through our minds and 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 can give us conviction and lead us and guide us and actually mm-hmm. when we trust and depend on his word we can actually find uh that um that this is reliable mm-hmm. and I wrestle and struggle especially when I hear that you know someone is growing cannabis and to uh so that way it could help him Raised and uh, uh, raised and 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 almost like um, get into a sleepy mode, so he could connect better to God, with God. <laughs> I, I find it a bit uh, a bit um, unsettling, and just like the uh, person also who would say, you know, uh, unless if you can, you know, speak in tongues, then you haven't really connected. So in a sense, for me, I think, well, are you saying then that? We all need to kind of use cannabis. Use cannabis, or or we all have to be able to, you know, have a similar experience as you to connect with to connect with God. That's uh, an important or, point. Or, yeah. or can God actually speak to us through His Word mm. in simple manner? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that there is danger in us taking a method yeah. or a practice. Yeah. And imposing or projecting that upon somebody else and saying, well, hey, you're not a real Christian unless you do it exactly the same way that I do. Mm. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, biblically speaking, uh-huh. we're told that the, by the word of God that the, the role of the Holy Spirit in our life, let's not, right. let's not, uh, I guess let's not uh, lose the wood for the trees or the trees for the woods here, mm. but, um, it's not so much about the cannabis. It's not so much about the gift of tongues or any, right, any right, other right. aspect of the Christian life. It's about who is in your life. Mm. And if yeah. God, the Holy Spirit, is in your life, yeah. uh, he's going to begin to change and renovate and <laughs> revolutionize your life in beautiful and, and right. ever more surprising yet wonderful ways. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and, and with that, <clears throat> there, this battle that goes on between the, the, the physical life yes. or the flesh and the spirit uh, more and more will become one where uh, the spirit rules over the battlefield of our lives right, and right. begins to bring peace yes. to our world and to our mind and to our heart yes. uh, more than any other externality could ever bring or okay. any other agency could ever bring. Right. Um, and so uh, without discounting Craig's experience, because let's yeah. face it, there are, uh, there are medicinal uses of certain plants and things, and right. there, are, uh, there are recreational uses which are not so useful, yes. shall we say. Yes. Uh, but then... 
Likewise, the same medicine yes. in the wrong dosage yes. can become a poison. Mm. And likewise also, um, a, a misapprehension or, or misperception of yes. its role or its place or maybe it taking too big a role in our lives, um, that too can become uh, a, a, a poison or even a toxic, That's right. um, have a toxic shock to our relationship with God or, yes. or even to our own welfare and health. Now, what I mean by that is that uh, whatever is in our life um, it needs to be. It needs to not be um, become something that uh, we become more attached to, mm. and find our significance and identity in. Yes, beyond um, who or whose we already are in in Christ. Wow. Uh, when it begins to take God's place in our life mm-hmm. and takes on the forms of an addiction, uh, then there's danger signs there. <clears throat> Definitely, and uh, and likewise, uh, that can also be said with regards to all sorts of manner of holy cows within, <laughs> within the uh, Christian walk. And what I mean by that is, you know, uh, believers in times past said, "Hey, look, we have the temple of God here. Yeah, uh, nothing's going to happen to us. Everything is yeah. fine." And then, of course, uh, they went to exile from mm. Jerusalem, from the temple, mm. um, or they would talk about certain practices. You know, uh, uh, how they should do things, and, and right. uh, uh, if you don't do things the way I do them, then you know, yeah. you're, you're not a real Christian, etc., and, and right. that could be well. You know, how do you keep the Sabbath, or um, you know, uh, uh, how you know do you tithe mint and cumin and dill <laughs> as opposed to just simply what uh, what finances the Lord has provided, and, and right, so on and right. so forth. The list is not ending. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, those are not what so much counts. Mm. What really counts is our relationship with God, Amen, uh, and allowing Him <clears throat> to pour more of Himself into our life. That's right, rather than be molded and shaped by something else. Mm, thank and, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and just so we, for those who are listening, just so we do not confuse anyone, uh, any, every plant, whatever it is, it is created by God. <laughs> it's just, uh, but, uh, um, so we're not saying the plant in itself is bad, but, it, but, but, uh, anything, uh, can be used in a negative, uh, mm. way. And, uh, and, uh, you know, while, uh, marijuana has been, um, as I guess has a reputation for, uh, the, its misuse, uh, we, uh, all we're simply saying is, um, what's more important, especially in one's Christian walk, is your relationship with God. Mm. Uh, okay, wonderful. All right, all right. And so, friends, I just found that to be <laughs> fascinating. Just, uh, just the kind of things that, uh, uh people do. But um, never, never, nevertheless, we now have actually a topic which also we need to wrestle with, and this is also the um, the issue of tongues. Uh, and the question for today will be: Does tongues uh, make a super Christian? Um, <clears throat> for those who are interested in the series of presentations that we've been uh, covering throughout this week, you can go to www faithfm.com.au or you can actually download the app uh, faithfm app and in fact if you have the faithfm app you'll be able to listen to our radio station wherever you are and you and so long as you have data you will not miss the signal uh, and so friends i would encourage you to go there but uh, before we go and delve into the subject let me remind you that we do have a phone number which you can Used to reach out to us, and uh, this is the same number that you will use to claim the free giveaway, which I will announce shortly. This is the number zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. That is the number zero four triple eight eight zero eight eleven. Let us begin with a word of prayer, 
Father in heaven, we want to thank you for this day. We want to thank you that you have created this beautiful world for us. Yes, it's been marred by sin, but we still see beauty in it as well. And Lord, we pray that you may help us, uh, first and foremost, to put you first and uh, to uh, have uh, minds that are open to hear what your word has to say to each one of us and uh, to also be led and guided by the Holy Spirit. And uh, be with us. Uh, this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, dear friends, we would like to take just a short break. Uh, start with the song, and uh, that, I believe that will set the stage for what we are about to hear. Uh, and uh, Pastor Hugh has prepared uh, some biblical answers uh, regarding the topic, uh, Does Tongues Make a Super Christian? Let us come to the song, and we'll be right back. Please, don't go away. A good Lord, a good Lord, a good Lord. You know, Job, he was the richest man that lived in the land of Nod. He was the only man from miles around that kept the commandments of God. Oh, well, the devil, he got jealous of Job, and he came to God one day. Said, if you move your hands from around the man, he's gonna curse you to your face. He said, there's nothing you can do to turn him round. There ain't nothing you can do, Lord, to turn him around. Because he done signed up. Because the Lord God in heaven giveth And the Lord God taketh away I'm on my way way To the kingdom land land. I'm on my way Lord to the kingdom land land. And if you don't go go, I'll journey on on. Lord, Lord is on his way And there's nothing you can do To turn him round And
Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening to uh, the big Q&A, the Draft Time Program, with Fabiano Nyonghulu and our regular co-host, Pastor Hugh Hinnan. And uh, our theme for this week has been the Holy Spirit and the illusion of super Christian. However, our, t- our topic for today will be, does tongues make a super Christian? Just like the song, the Lord is on his way. Friends, we want to know, we want to have clarity on biblical truths. We want to be led and guided by scripture alone. And considering the times in which we are living, you can read all kinds of things, you can hear all kinds of things, but there is only one guide. There is only one sure way. There's only one way, and that is to Jesus, and that is to his truth alone. And uh, friends, I would like to uh, once again introduce to uh, introduce you to Pastor Hinnan, and uh, let me maybe begin by asking him: Does tongues make a super Christian? <laughs> you know what? Until I saw, <clears throat> and this this is the brainchild of Gary. Uh-huh. For those of you who know Gary, All right. uh, he, he's he's an interesting character. He speaks so well. He comes up with so many great ideas mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to looking at scripture in a new light. Right. And um, uh, this is his brainchild. That's his phrase question <laughs> that he's he's given to us to explore. That's right. uh, I couldn't help but laugh when I saw that because I right. thought that's a very interesting question. Yeah. Um, maybe it makes a super basketballer because I right. thought of Michael Jordan. Okay. You know okay. the way he'd stick his tongue out, uh, you know, <laughs> go up for those those Air Jordan dunks and whatever else. Uh, and for those of you at home, uh, my 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 fellow host here is laughing because he just saw me stick my tongue out. Um, you won't see that every day. Um, but Certainly not on a good seven. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I actually tried to emulate that. Right. I tried right, to be right. Michael Jordan okay. in my own lunchtime when I was a teenager. All right. And uh, I used to, you know, go up to, to take a shot. I'd be sticking my tongue out. Interesting. And, and one day when I came down, having uh-huh. made the shot, and I felt uh-huh. pretty good about that, I came down. And as I came down, someone else's elbow went up Ooh. and closed my jaw for me. <clears throat> and so, um, I don't know, my tongue is still there. Is it still there? Mm, it it's is. still there. It does, <laughs> it at is. the time, it didn't feel like it was still there. It felt like it had been oh. severed off. Um, but I ended up biting my tongue at the behest of someone else's elbow. Mm. And mm. Um, so I guess, you know, if I'm to take anything from that, and it's right. only a metaphor. It's only yeah. an illustration. Yeah. That's all it is. But, you know, the tongue is an important part of the body. Yeah. It's a vital yes. appendage That's to right. who we are. That's right. Um, and, uh, and likewise, when it comes to the gift of tongues, right. it's a very real thing. The Bible does speak about the gift of tongues, okay. and it's actually a part of uh, God's armament to the Christian church yes. back in first century times, and I do believe also into the world today. Yes. Um, but then the question is, um, does everyone have the gift of tongues? Mm. And um, does everyone know how to employ those gift of tongues, or right. has God given that gift for people to employ, and do we employ it properly? Right. <clears throat> In other words, do we employ it like Michael Jordan or Hugh Hina? <laughs> uh, and uh, I'd like to think that uh, if we're going to use the gift of tongues right, right. Uh, and be a super Christian, uh-huh. so to speak, um, then uh, we, we need to be doing so in a way that uh, that God has outlined. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's the one who gives the gifts, okay. and he's the one who knows how best to use them. You That's receive right. a gift from somebody, uh-huh. uh, and inside that gift, so often if it's well-packaged and it, it's been well-designed and made, yes. and everything that God designs and makes is just, just right, just good, Amen. Um, you'll find instructions inside oh, yeah. on how to best use them. Yes. <clears throat> and when it comes to the Christian life, when it comes to the gifts of God, uh-huh. the instruction manual is the Bible. Wonderful. Uh, so let's turn to the Bible together and let's mm-hmm. take a look at this. Um, the first time we come across the gift of tongues in action 
is actually the day of Pentecost, right. where the church was born by the gift of the Holy Spirit. How wonderful that was. Yes. Uh, and thousands were baptized on that day and gave their lives to the Lord. And so the church just flourished and grew from the very outset. That's right. Uh, and so, uh, you know, in that setting, we see the gift of tongues in action. Mm. So clearly the gift of tongues has a, a part to play in, in the, the life, the vitality, and uh, the growth of the Christian church. But, That's right. But, but in what way? And so let's, let's take a look at that together. So this is found in Acts chapter 2. Right. And just when you want to highlight, I guess, the importance of uh, everything we're encountering here, uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of tongues, and so on. Mm. But in Acts chapter 2, we read that when the day of Pentecost came, yes. they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now, I want you to just uh, note what was just said there yeah. um, by the Word of God, yes. by, by the Holy Spirit himself that's exactly. described here, that the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> these, these tongues of fire, separated and came to rest on each of them. Right. So this, this came from the same source. Yes. The one and the same source. That's right. The one and the same Spirit of God. Yes. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then having been filled with the Holy Spirit, at least on this occasion, they all began to speak in other tongues. Yeah. But notice those last words, as the Spirit enabled them. Right. Okay. And so many a time, a lot of us would say, um, hey, look, you know, if there's a gift of tongues and it's, if it's that important in the Christian life, then I want that tongue. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I want that gift, right? Yes, I yes. want that gift. But who determines? Who enables? It is the, the Holy gift. Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit enables the gifting of God. Amen. That's right. Um, now, Notice here for what purpose, and again, uh-huh. it's by the purpose of the Holy Spirit. They were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven, and when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own what? Language, Language. Yeah. being spoken. That's right. And verse seven, 7 says, Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Mm then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Right. Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, uh, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and, uh, and, and uh, Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Yeah, amazed and perplexed, they began to ask one another, what does this mean? <clears throat> Some, however, made fun of them, and they said, oh, these guys have had too much wine to drink. <laughs> <You know. clears throat> now, now, obviously, uh, they hadn't had too much wine to drink, and hmm. Peter goes on to share with them uh, in his great address to the crowd that day, the, the great sermon of the day of Pentecost, um, where he spoke to the entire crowd <laughs> and, uh, and uh, explained to them that this was not because they had too much wine, but rather instead that uh, they were speaking in the languages of the people that were present there. So what's really clear here, and it's clear in the original language as well, is that uh, these tongues, the word in Greek is glossa or dialectos. And these, ter- these terms are used interchangeably or synonymously in the scriptures. But, but glossa means language, wow, <clears throat> a okay. human language, one that is known. Right. Now, before anyone switches off their radio and says, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, I, I know the gift of tongues and it's more than just human languages, stick with me. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. At least the word of God is going somewhere with this, which right. is just a starting point. Okay? Yes, okay. Um, so so uh, 
um, bear with us now because what the scripture of the Lord is saying here is that he gave them these languages. He gave them the gift of tongues mm. in order that they could speak languages so as to be understood. Mm. And that is why, or, or it's a key reason why, yes. so many people understood the message of the gospel that day That's right. and had their hearts convicted by the Holy Spirit yes. and were repentant and gave their lives to Christ and were baptized and so were saved. Mm. And, and so... <clears throat> The, the key gift on that day was actually not the gift of tongues. Hmm. The key right. gift was the gift of the Holy Spirit. Right. And, and this is clear but later on when, um, when Peter is saying <clears throat> to them um, in verse 38, he says, when the people heard this, they were cut to their heart and they said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Because they realized that, that uh, Christ had died for, for them. Right. His life for theirs. And, 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 and uh, his righteousness for our sinfulness. And I thought, oh, wow, you know, uh, that he would die for us and take the, the weight mm. uh, of our separation and, and the penalty of our sin. And, and so <clears throat> Peter says, hey, repent. Hey, go that 180 degrees and turn back to God and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Oh, what a sweet mm. sound, to be forgiven. If you're carrying anything in your in your car today other than your satchel or your briefcase or, mm. or your um, toolbox and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I'm carrying a weight that no one else can see. Mm. It weighs me down. It's like an anchor uh, that uh, is going to drown me. Um, just remember, God forgives. Amen. Yeah. God Praise forgives. God. <clears throat> Beautiful promise. And then he says this. He says, and having been forgiven, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and for right. your children, or for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. So it wasn't just for the people on that day. Yeah. This is a gift for all time. The gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm, that's the wow. real gift that's wow. at play here. Okay. Okay. And once we have the gift of God in our life indwelling, the gift of the Holy Spirit, then all the other gifts of the Spirit begin to play out. And the gift of tongues is but one of those gifts. But first and foremost, yes. it is uh, for the purpose of sharing the gospel. Wonderful. Now, um, mm-hmm. just want to throw in a sort of further thought there from okay. modern times, and that okay. is, uh, I know of people, um, and you may too, yes. Fabian, others might listening might know too, that, that uh, they've probably heard of instances where people have been speaking in a certain language, yes. and uh, it wasn't the language of the listeners, and then the people said, hey, we didn't need an interpreter because we understood exactly what you were saying. Wow. You know, they, yeah, they, they were yeah. given the gift of interpretation to understand yes. and or the person speaking was able to speak in such a way that it was in the tongue of the people mm. that were listening. Yeah. And that's happened in modern times. Yes. Um, yes. It hasn't happened to me. That's right. But yeah. I can think of a time where I was present Yes. Uh, in a church in Germany. Wow. I don't speak German. No. Nein sprechen the Deutsch. And I probably, right. probably got that wrong. <laughs> but I don't speak German. Okay. And uh, I'm sitting there. You know what? I understood every single word clear as a bell. Wow. So That's to amazing. me that day was given the gift of interpretation rather right. than the gift of time. Yes, yes, yes. Never had it before, never had it since. Wonderful. Um, yeah. God needed me to hear that message that day. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, that's powerful. And that is exactly how the Holy Spirit works in that according to one's need, uh, the Holy Spirit works and um, either imparts a certain gift or brings uh, uh, to mind certain things. Uh, and in fact, that is even how we understand Scripture. When we study Scripture, we know that Scripture, according to Second Timothy 3.16, is inspired. Uh, uh, all Scripture is inspired by God. But, but yet we can read it and uh, the Holy Spirit illuminates our minds and, and we, 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 we hear, as it were, 
uh, as it were, uh, a voice. We, but we hear and we are convicted and we are certain of what the Holy Spirit is communicating mm. to us. Mm. And, 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 and that is powerful. And no one can discredit an individual's experience. No, uh, that's right. Because that, an individual's experience is the work of God you know, in that individual's life. That's, yeah. that's amazing. And, and, and we certainly, we wouldn't uh, dream of discounting anyone else's experience yeah. that's listening today. Right. They may have had a, a, a differing, uh, some, God do something a little bit different mm. in applying uh, this truth in their lives. Right. At the end of the day, Jesus said that the key work, the core work of the Holy Spirit <clears throat> was to convict of sin to and of righteousness and of judgment to lead people to mm. him so yeah. that we might repent right. and might uh, might have a change of heart and and allow him to come in and change us from the inside out mm. and become more like Christ. Amen. Um, and so that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, Wonderful. as you go further into the book of Acts or, okay. or the Acts of uh, uh, the Apostles or yes. really the Acts of the Holy Spirit, uh-huh. um, you'll see there in, in Acts chapter 10 yes. that uh, Peter goes to Cornelius's house. And these people... Uh, the, there was a whole bunch of Gentiles, uh, right. you know, foreigners to him, him being a Jew, they being not, uh, in that room. <clears throat> and uh, as uh, as he was there with them, yes, uh, something quite amazing happened. So um, he he testified to them, he spoke to them, and while he was still speaking to them, verse forty four of chapter ten of Acts, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. So Wonderful. first and foremost, the Holy Spirit came on them. Yes. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles in their mind. Interesting. For they heard wow. them speaking in tongues and praising God. Uh, sorry, while you're still there, there's something that I think is very, very important, uh, especially for those who have wrestled with this mm. question about mm. tongues. Mm. In most of the references that we read in Scripture in the context, uh, sorry, in the mo- in most of the references that we read in Scripture, where tongues are spoken of, uh, the verses that follow after, there's always a sense or an ex- uh, or, or a uh, 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 or a saying that goes to this effect that people heard. Yes, and and that to me is fascinating mm. uh, because there there's no. There's there's no one instance that I remember ever 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 since I studied this topic, where you read and the Bible speaks speaks about tongues and uses the the phrase tongues, and it's just left just like that as if it was something else. Uh, you all you most of the cases as far as I can remember, there's always a, a verse uh, that speaks about. A people hearing, a people yes. uh, having an, an understanding of something. Exactly. And right. so that, that I found it to be quite interesting that in yes. this verse it says they heard. Once again. Yeah. That they've heard. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is true. So yeah, well, well said, Fabiana, because uh, there's only a few instances throughout the book of Acts where we right. come across the gift of tongues in action. Yes. Um, <clears throat> many times, far more occasions, we come across other gifts that are in action because oh, the yeah. Bible speaks about various different gifts. First right. Corinthians 12, Ephesians 4, Romans 12. Yes. So Ephesians uh, Ephesians 4, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. All three of those passages, they talk about various lists, non-exhaustive yes, lists, yes, yes. of gifts. That's right. And um, <clears throat> the gift of tongues is one of those gifts. That's right. But uh, something we need to bear in mind there is that more often than not, we see in action gifts of miracles or mirac- miraculous workings or healings. Yes. Um, <clears throat> we, see, we see various other gifts at play uh, mm. as well. Um, and the one that is least mentioned 
or one of the one of the least mentioned, I should uh-huh. say, is the gift of tongues. But when it is mentioned, it's right. playing its part, much like the other gifts, in leading people to Christ or, wow. or, or spreading the gospel. Uh-huh. And uh, and here we see that in action again. And each time we see that uh, they heard and they responded. And so right. um, now they now they're also speaking. They're speaking in tongues. Uh-huh. But get this, <clears throat> they're speaking in tongues and praising God. How did they know that they were praising God? Yeah, good question. <laughs> right? So in other words, these people were speaking so as to have others understand in turn yes. um, that God is worthy of praise and who he really is and that he is worthy, uh, that, that he's able to save. That's amazing. Um, and so, mm. so that's really important. But notice as well, Peter says here, yes. <clears throat> surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit, notice this, just as we have. Now remember, wow, when they received the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, yes. they received it as known tongues, human languages, to share yes. with others the good news. That's right. And these people have received just as they have. No difference. That's amazing. That's um, amazing. The next chapter over, yes. Peter has to explain himself to those who find it incredulous that even Gentiles mm. uh, have received the Holy Spirit. Uh, of course, we, we're not incredulous at all these days. Uh, <laughs> you know, It's for everyone uh, mm-hmm. who believes. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, he says here in Acts chapter 11, <clears throat> he says that... Um, uh, let me see now. Verse 15, as I began to speak, yes. uh, the Holy Spirit came on them as he had come on us at the beginning. Notice that, as he had come on us at the beginning. Wow. Same way, Interesting. same yeah. manner. Um, and, and likewise, verse 17, so if God gave them the same gift he gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was right. I to think that I could stand in God's way? Now notice there, what is the gift? The gift mm. is the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Spirit always, yeah. 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 It's not That's the quite gift, amazing. It's not, not a gift of the Holy Spirit. It is yeah. the gift of the Holy Spirit himself. Of the Holy Spirit himself. Yeah. That's, that's powerful. It mm. is. Now, if we go over a bit further, we come to the, the, the one remaining last instance. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and uh, and, and uh, that's found in Acts chapter 19. Okay. And in Acts, Acts 19, they came across some people at, uh, uh, at Corinth, and uh, <clears throat> he found some disciples, and he asked them, did you, be- did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Notice the emphasis. Yeah. Receive what? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. They answered, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Mm. Oh, wow. So Paul asked them, what baptism did you receive? John's mm-hmm. baptism, they replied. Yes. Um, and uh, so Paul said John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is in Jesus. Yes. And on hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them after right. baptism, and I, I really encourage all of us to do that to dedicate the new believer to God. That's right. The Holy Spirit came on them, yes. and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Wow. There were about twelve men in all. Yes. So, in other words, once again, <clears throat> they uh, received the Holy Spirit, mm. and then they utilized a gifting of the Spirit. Yes. Now, um, it's interesting. These men did. People in Cornelius's house did. Mm. But we don't have any record of you know people like you know Dorcas or yeah. you know Lydia, Apollos himself, who's mentioned here too. He didn't uh, receive the Holy Spirit in this way, or at least he didn't yeah. receive a, this particular gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Uh, what about uh, people like uh, uh, Ananias and Sapphira? Mm. Um, yeah. Did, sorry, did I say the right thing there? I, I don't think I did. Ananias. No, no, no. I'm meaning to say Priscilla and Aquila. Oh, Priscilla and Aquila. Okay. <laughs> Forget about Ananias and Sapphira, folks. All right. Yeah, but but Priscilla and Aquila. You know. Right, so right. people like this. Okay. Um, do we discount their experience in God? Oh, definitely because not. they are not recorded as having received the gift of tongues. Surely, surely yeah. they also received the gift of the Holy Spirit because mm. they testified to God and, and led people to Him. And, and you know, as you, 
as you put it that way, it gets me to even think. I know we, we do really need to come to a break, but it gets me to think. Um, Jesus, when, when he was here on earth, obviously we need to, we need to follow him and, and his mm. example. And yeah, we don't quite see an emphasis being put on tongues either. No, in the gospels we don't. We yeah. don't see that emphasis in the gospels at all. We hear instead right. of an emphasis which was more common in the book of Acts as well, and that okay. is of, of of healing and of uh, people being uh, set free from demon possession, right, uh, right. and so on. And and mm. uh, uh, so, in other words, <clears throat> this is but one gift amongst many. Right. Is it the defining gift? Uh-huh. Now, the defining gift is the gift of the Holy Spirit Himself. Amen, um, amen. So, so um, you want to take a break? I yes. know. <laughs> and uh, then, then let's uh, go to another part of the Scripture that helps us to understand this this important gift, but yes. one of many important gifts in the Bible. Wonderful. And maybe after this, just so you can prepare for it, I will even uh, like to um, pose this question because I know it is the question that is in many people's minds, and that is this gift of tongue. Um, is it? Words that can be under, uh, that, um, that can only be understood by the person having the, the gift by, them, by themselves and God? Or is it, or what is it? <laughs> I know uh, it's not an easy one for, for the few minutes that we have left, but, but this is very important. Now, dear friends, please uh, stay with us. And, uh, we just, uh, I would like to just share with you, uh, that we do have a free giveaway. And our free giveaway, my friends, is a book. Steps to Personal Revival. And this is a beautiful book, one that you must have. And in fact, it has a lot of emphasis on the gift of the Holy Spirit himself and what the Holy Spirit can do in your life and in my life. If you would like to get today's free offer, all you need to do is text the following code word SA39 to the number 04888. 80811 and the Faith, Faith FM giveaway bot will reply and ask the necessary details and then we'll make sure that that giveaway, that free book giveaway gets to you. So friends, please do send the uh, code word SA39 together, SA, as in South Australia, abbreviated SA, SA39 to the number 04888811 and then we'll send that free giveaway to you. Please uh, stay with us and we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Faith FM. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Darkness 
You are listening to Faith FM Draft Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano and Pastor Hugh in the studio. Our theme for this week has been the Holy Spirit and the illusion of a super Christian. The topic for today has been, does tongues make a super Christian? Pastor Hugh, you were just talking about the emphasis of the, on, uh, of the, of receive, uh, the emphasis should be on receiving the Holy Spirit himself. Yes. And that, um, uh, that, uh, tongues or the gift of tongues, uh, is, um, it's, it, it doesn't really, um, receive a permanent, uh, a prominent, uh, uh, prominent, uh, you know, space in the listing of all these gifts. Yes. It happens to be one of the mm. gifts, yes, but, yes. but for a purpose, so and that is to, Minister and to spread the gospel. Amen. Mm, and in fact, this is the purpose of all the gifts that the yeah. Holy Spirit brings. And the greatest gift of all is the gift of the Holy Spirit himself. Yes. Right. But the, the gifts, and, and I'm just quoting here from Ephesians 4 verse 11, <clears throat> says, so Christ gave himself, Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And so in other words, um, what, what he's saying here is that uh, these gifts that God has given <clears throat> that enable people to do what they do, uh, whether it's people on the airways or people that are, that are ministering in, in, uh, uh, in medical missionary work or people who are gospel workers of all different kinds or, or just simply sharing good news with their neighbor next door, that the fact of the matter is this is all the work of God, the Holy Spirit, sharing these gifts in order that every, every one of us may together uh, grow in the, in the whole measure and the fullness of Christ. Mm. Now, <clears throat> that says to me that those gifts are still active today. Wonderful. Yeah, they're not just something that's a relic of the first century. Mm. Uh, and uh, each one of us should eagerly desire spiritual gifts. In fact, in Romans chapter, Romans, uh, sorry, First Corinthians chapter 12, <clears throat> we find here, and just bearing in mind that what we were looking at before in Acts 
19, he was talking to people at Corinth, right? Yes. And when we go to the letter that uh, Paul wrote to the to the church at Corinth, uh, there in First uh, Corinthians 12, we find that uh, he's saying here that yeah, these these gifts are important. There's different right. kinds of gifts, but get this: the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. Different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Um, and <clears throat> that uh, that. All these different gifts, the gifts of healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another, the interpretation of tongues, all these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes. He distributes them to each one just as he determines. Wonderful. So the person of God, the Holy Spirit, he is the one who determines what gifts each one of us receives. It's not for us to say, well... I have the gift of tongues, and and everyone else should have the gift of tongues. Mm. Actually, no, it is the Holy Spirit who determines that. In fact, right. not everyone will have the gift of tongues. Now, hang on with me there. Hold tight if, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're gripping the steering wheel a bit harder when you hear that, because in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he says here later at the end of the chapter, he says that uh, are all uh, prophets, are all apostles, are all teachers, do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Hmm. And the, the rhetorical answer to that, the clear answer to that is, <laughs> well, no, not everyone has the same gift. But we all have different gifts for the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in his church and for the building up of God's church to fulfill the gospel that he's given us to share with the world. But he does say to eagerly desire the greater gifts. Mm. And then he talks a whole chapter, chapter 13, all about the gift of love. Wow. And so that's the greatest gift of all. The mm. unsurpassable gift of, of the Holy Spirit is the gift of love. Wonderful. Every Christian needs to have the gift of love. That's good. Um, and then chapter 14, sorry if I'm just skipping on through, no, machine okay. gun fire, <laughs> um, but uh, here in 1 Corinthians 14, he then talks about <clears throat> um, follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially tongues. Is that what it says? No. Uh, yeah, it says, no, no. Prophecy. That's right. So especially yeah. prophecy. And then he says something interesting. He says, for anyone who speaks in a tongue, and no, no doubt tongues were um, used quite a bit there at the Church of Corinth, mm. and uh, he talks about different um, different issues in the Church of Corinth, and one of the issues was the way that they were using tongues. Right. He says, for anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. But the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but the one who prophesies edifies the church. Right. I'd like every one of you to speak in tongues, but I would rather have you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless someone interprets so that the church may be edified. And so, in other words, the gift of tongues has its place right. to share messages uh, from God to, to man, um, but... Prophecy is more important because prophecy edifies, comforts, and builds up and encourages and strengthens the church and, and, and everyone that, that hears the message of God. Um, and this is why, notice that in Acts, every time there was a gift of tongues in action, it was accompanied by praise or it was accompanied mm. by the gospel or it was accompanied by um, prophecy. Right. So right, it's like right. a like a uh, a utility tool, yes, like a channel that brings something else along with it mm. to communicate. Wonderful. Um, and um, and notice too that it is to be used with someone interpreting. Yeah. So you yeah, need to have the gift of interpretation at play. I could share you with you some stories about that. Maybe that's <laughs> another day. But uh, um, if if you're to have the gift of tongue in action, it needs to be accompanied by the gift of interpretation, so that people can understand Wonderful. what's being shared. Mm. Otherwise. It's for no one's particular good. 
Mm. Um, and look, there's something else in there. We've run out of time, I can see. But there's something else in there with regards to um, how the gift of tongues may be edifying to the individual. Wonderful. Um, I'd like to look at that some other time, perhaps. We've run out of time for today. Uh, that's very unfortunate. But uh, you know what? <clears throat> um, at the end of the day, what's most important here is that, uh, is that the Apostle Paul is saying, if you read carefully through this chapter, that uh, <clears throat> the gift of tongues still exists. It's still in operation. Yeah. But it is a human language Wonderful. or a known language. And where it says unknown, mm. the King James, for example, it's in uh-huh. italics. Right, and supplied. That, it's a supplied mm. term. It's mm. not in the, in the text. Wonderful. Um, it's a known language. It's glossa. Uh, that's being spoken of here, and it, it needs to be done decently and in order how we share and how we use the gift of tongues and how it's interpreted so that others can be edified wonderful, and can be blessed. I'm going to have to leave it there, but uh, I hope that that's been helpful. Praise God. Thank you, dear friends, and thank you, Pastor Hugh, and that was powerful, and in such a short time, you've unpacked it really well. Now, friends, let us close with prayer and uh, and ask the Lord to to help us understand what Pastor Hugh had just shared and um, and be able to communicate that to others as well. Father in heaven, we thank you that um, um, that the the Holy Spirit gives different gifts to people, so the work of the ministry can advance and that he chooses and gives uh, the gifts of tongue, the gifts of healing, and so the church can be built up. Father, we pray that you may help us to recognize uh, the the gifts that you have given uh, to each one of us, and even the talents, so we may use all of these for your glory. Lead us and guide us, this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, my dear friends, thank you so much. And until next time, may God bless you and may God keep you. Of his glory